<laughs> All right, good morning, good morning. What, what an incredible schos, Baruch Hashem, it is to be able, first of all, a tremendous yashkoch to Maishi for the magnificent, magnificent chakras. And a shkoch to Josh Rosenblum for the Kriya, Bar Mitzvah boy, Bar Mitzvah Bachar, shkoch. And a tremendous shkoch to Avron. Where's Avron? Avron, leave? Okay, Avron's around. Mamish, to be Gabai, to be Gabai in, in, in Marsa Machpelah is uh, a resume builder. Incredible. So, Chavra, again, it's a great Zuchos Bach Shantiel. We're in the daf here today. So, I was, our daf today is sponsored by. I forgot the sponsorships over the last couple of days. So, our daf today is sponsored by Talmud Torah sponsors for the month of Shvat. Bracha Strimber, in memory of her husband Avram, Ben Kamen Eliezer Halevi, Zichron Levracha, Ayal and Sarah Steinberg, and the Schuss of Rafu Shlema for Shulamis Bas Susho. And our week of learning sponsors, Mark and Elsa Lossman, in honor of the Yarche Kalo. And the Rafu Shlema for Kol Chole Yisrael. All right, we'll say with that, what a schuss it is, Baruch Hashem, to learn in this incredible and overwhelming place. The schus that we have to be able to learn Torah each and every day is obviously immeasurable, and the schus we have to learn during the proximity of our parents, proximity of Yaakov and Leah, is beyond words, beyond words. Let us hope that Emir Hashem, our Tfilos and our Torah, give our parents a healthy dose of nachos. Shabbos, we are picking up today's daf is Yud Zayin 17, and we are picking up Emir Hashem on Tes Zayin Amud Beis 16b, and we left off 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 11 lines up from the bottom. So let's see, remember again, we left off with a profound Yisodistic Machlokes between Rabbi Yochanan and Reish Lakish. Specifically again, as the Mishnah just mentioned, that remember the Mishnah was dealing with the case of a person who takes a Nedrin Ziris while standing in a cemetery. So the way the Mishnah phrased the Halacha is that the Mishnah essentially said that the Halacha Lamaisa, the days that he spends in the cemetery do not go ahead and count towards the Nedrin Ziris. The Gemara deals are the Machogis, Rabbi Yochanan, and Shlakish, Joseph, the more you saw this, the question, which is, well, what's the nature of the nether? What's the impact of the nether? How do we view the nether? Do we view it essentially as if the nether has taken effect, but yet the actualization of the nether was delayed until he leaves the cemetery? That's, that's essentially Rabbi Yochanan. Nether chala alaf, he becomes a nazir. Or do we say like Rish Lakish, Ein Naziros Chala Alav. Rish Lakish essentially says, no, you're not a Nazir. You're not a Nazir. Right? You can't become a Nazir while standing in a cemetery. They both say, what's the Nafkamina? What's the practical difference between these two approaches? Practical difference is when you leave the cemetery and then ultimately again retire yourself, do you need to re-accept the Nadir Naziris or not? Absolutely not. According to Reish Lakish, absolutely yes. So let's go. So again, Rabbi Yochanan says that even when you take a neder naziros in a cemetery, that neder is chal. The neder works. So Reish Lakish says, no, it doesn't. So Rabbi Yochanan asks the kasha on Reish Lakish. Somebody became a Nazir and he was standing in the cemetery. Even if he was standing there for 30 days. Ultimately, again, the days he stays in the cemetery do not count towards the Naziros. And furthermore, again, he does not bring a carbon. In other words, he doesn't bring a carbon as if he was a Nazir who became Tomei. Who became Tomei? So the Gemara says, what, do you, what can you infer from here? Carbon What you can infer from here is, he doesn't bring a carbon tumo. That's right, he doesn't bring a carbon. Ha 
Mechel chayle alei. Now we'll say, what Rabbi Yochanan is saying is, the fact that the Mishnah has to say that it doesn't bring a carbon tumah, that statement is only necessary if what? If you hold that he has become a nazir. Because if he hasn't become a nazir, then it's not a shayla. Of course he's not bringing a carbon tumah. So the fact that it has to say he doesn't bring a carbon tumah tells us that ultimately, again, the nadir nazirus was in fact chal on him. So Amrlei, Rish would respond, no. Now what it means to say is, he's not shaykh to, to ultimately again the halachos of Tumah, and therefore by definition he does not bring a carbon Tumah. So Yishlagash will say that's what it means. When it says, may be carbon, it means that he's not shaykh to the halachos of Tumah. Why? Because the nether Nezirus did not devolve upon him at all. Somebody who was Tameh, and then took upon himself a nether Nezirus, so what's the halacha? Ultimately, again, he can't go ahead and take a haircut, nor is he permitted to go ahead and drink wine. So, we'll say, so again, I just want to point out over here, this is a situation, this could be basic bar, this could be any case, where the person is tame, but he takes upon himself a neder naziris while in a state of tumah. So what's the halacha? He's not allowed to take a haircut, he's not allowed to drink wine, for the tame lemesim, and he's not allowed to become tame to the dead. But if he took a haircut or he drank wine, or he became tummy for the dead, he gets Malkus. That was he gets Malkus. So again, what, 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 what essentially have we said over here? We've said over here that a person who is tummy takes on a neder naziros. If he drinks wine or becomes tummy again, he gets Malkus. Now, Bosei says Rabbi Yochanan, "I amrit b'shlama chayla haynu tummy dusavik esarboim." So Rabbi Yochanan says, "Listen." If you hold that even when a person is tame, if he takes on a neder naziros, ultimately again that neder is chal, then it makes sense that what that he'll get malchus for cutting his hair, drinking wine, will become tame lemesim eli amrit lo chayla. But if you hold reish lagish that when you're if you're tame and you become a nazir, that the neder does not devolve upon you, then ultimately again, why would you get malchus if the neder was not chal? It's a good kasha. What's the case here? The case of Rabbi says where what? Where the guy took on his Nedrin Zeros in the cemetery, and then what? And then what? And then he left. And then he left. Okay. So once you leave already, Rabbi say what happens once you leave? Even Rish Lakish would agree that Allah Chalamaisa, once you leave, there's room for the actual nether to now devolve upon the individual. So the Gemara says, Eisvei, so Rabbi Yochanan is not finished. Eisvei, ein bein tamei shenazir, lenazir tamei shenitma. So Rabbi said, this is an interesting formulation. This is in tomorrow's daf. This is the Mishnah in tomorrow's daf. The Mishnah says, there is no distinction between a tamei shenazir. Tamei shenazir means a person who is already tamei, who seeks to take upon himself a nerder naziros, there's no distinction between him to a person, lenazir tahar shenitma. What's a nazir tahar shenitma? So this is a person who was a regular nazir, and then what? Became tame. Became tame. What's the distinction between the two? Ella, three lines out from the top, Yitzhana Madalaf. Ella, tame shenazir. She well, so here's the difference, that if a person is already tame, and then took upon himself a nerder naziros, shvi'i shelo, Ola lo leminyan. His seventh day of purification 
ultimately counts towards the count of his Nedja Nazirus. Interesting, Allah. We'll see this tomorrow. The seventh day of your purification process counts as day number one of the Nazirus count. The Nazir Tamish and Itma, but Allah again, if a Nazir, regular Nazir, was who a star, and then became Tame, so now he has to go through a purification process. Ain Shvi'i Shalom. His seventh day of purification does not count towards his 30-day Nazirus. I says, And if you hold, this is Rabbi Yochan asking Eshlakish, Eshlakish, if you hold that Allah Nazirus is not chal at all, when you take it upon yourself in a state of Tumah, then ultimately, again, why would it count, why would day number seven count as part of the Nadir Nazirus if Nazirus is not chal upon you when you are Tomei? So Amar Bravashi, so let's listen to this. Amar Bravashi has a different version of this. He holds, Mechal, so Bravashi is coming along and reframing the Machlogis. He says, no. Everyone agrees. Rabbi Yochanan agrees, and even Rish Lakish agrees that what? When you are standing in the cemetery and you say Hareini Nazir, Rabbi will say, What happens when you're standing in the cemetery and you say Hareini Nazir? What happens? What happens? You're a Nazir. You're a Nazir. Now, again, you're a Nazir. We'll, we'll call it you're a non practicing Nazir, right? Because you can't practice because, right? You're, so everyone agrees that the Nadir Nazir is Chal. Ella Kipligi, so I will say, ultimately, against so what do they argue about? It's very interesting. Lamalki. I will say, Here's the interesting question. Do you get Malchus? Do you get Malchus? So imagine for a moment that this Nazir standing in a cemetery were then to go ahead and either delay, we'll see, delay in the cemetery, cut his hair, drink wine. Ultimately, again, would there be, would there be a Chiv Malchus in this situation? So listen to this. Rabbi Yochanan Savar, Kevan Loki. Rabbi Yochanan holds, listen, since the Nedar Nazirus was chal on the individual, therefore by definition he will get Malkus for any Nazarite infraction. Reish Lakish, so Reish Lakish says, lo Loki, v'chayla. Reish Lakish says, I'll agree that the Nedar Nazirus ultimately is chal, but Allah Chalamaisa, you will not go ahead and get Malkus for any type of violation of the Nedar Nazirus. Incredible, I will say. Incredible. So the Gemara says, "Rabbi Yochanan Shlakish." So Rabbi Yochanan asks, "Hashem Shlakish." So Rabbi says, "Now, now, what we've just done is we've reframed the Machlokes Rabbi Yochanan and Shlakish." So beforehand, we thought the Machlokes Rabbi Yochanan and Shlakish was what, whether or not the Neder Nazirus is chal upon you when you're standing in a cemetery. Now the Gemara is suggesting no. Everyone agrees that when you're standing in a cemetery, what happens? The Neder Nazirus is chal. You are a Nazir. So what's the Machlokes? The machlokas is, the machlokas is whether or not you will get malchus for, naz, for nazir infractions while still standing in a cemetery. Right? So again, you, you cut your hair, you go out and you drink wine. Will you get malchus ultimately for those infractions? Or we'll see, by the way, even you delay in your tumah. Will you get malchus? Rabbi Yochanan says yes. Rish Lakish says no. So here we go. Ace Rabbi Yochanan Rish Lakish. Rabbi Yochanan says Chashon Rish Lakish. Sakvaras. Mishnah said, somebody becomes a Nazir and he's standing in the cemetery. Even if he stands there for 30 days, those 30 days do not count to the duration of his Nedenaziros. Nor does he bring a carbon tuma. To which the Gemara, to which Rabbi Yochanan refers, carbon tuma udulom He doesn't bring a carbon for his tuma, but ha milka loki. But I will say, what does Rabbi Yochanan say? He does get malchus. 
He does get Malkus worried to do something wrong. So the Jewish Gemara says, Bidin hu delisni enolok. Erishlakish would respond, no, in reality, the Mishnah should say that they don't really even get Malkus. They don't get Malkus. But rather, this was just to preserve Mishnaic symmetry. Since the end of the Mishnah said that what? That if you go out and you come back in, then the clock does start. So maybe carbon tuma, and you do bring a carbon tuma. Tanaresha eno maybe carbon tuma. Therefore, just for Mishnaic symmetry, the Resha says you don't bring a carbon for tuma as well. But Enochinami, it's quite possible. Shlokish says that you wouldn't get Malchus for anything. Okay, Tashma. So we'll say we're still in this machlokah. So Tashma, Tashma, Ein bein Tameh Nazir, Le Nazir Tar There is no distinction between a Tameh who made a Neder Nazirus versus a person who is Tahar, right? A Nazir who was Tahar and then became Tameh. Ela Shetameh Shenazar, Shvi'i Shalo Ololo Minaminyan. Rebbe say, but what? But rather, again, in general, if a Tameh became a Nazir, his seventh day of purification counts as part of the count of his Nedanazirus. However, Venazir Tarshanitma, but a Nazir Tar becomes Tame, ain Shvi'i Shalo Olaminaminyan. His seventh day does not count as part of the count. However, what can you infer from here? Halamalkis Zevze Shavin. But for Malkus, they both will be Chayif. So again, this seems to be a proof to Rabbi Yochanan, a question on Rishlagish. Amrlei lo letaglachas zev zeshavin. However, the Amrlei lo letaglachas zev zeshavin. In terms of hair cutting, both will be the same. Aval leinyan malkus mai. We'll say what about from malkus? Zeloke vze enoloke. Ultimately, and I will say the nazir who became tame will get malkus. Who was tame became tame will get malkus. But ultimately, again, the nazir who took his neder nazirus while tame will not get malkus. If that's the case, listen ye, why doesn't the Mishnah say that? Rosa is incredible. Bitakanta kamairi, bikilkula lo kamairi. The Mishnah's focus, Rabosai, on ultimately positive steps towards affirming Nizirus, not on ultimately, again, mistakes in Nizirus. Incredible. Tashma, Misha, Tame, Venazir, somebody was Tame and he became a Nazir, Astro Legaleach, Valishtos Yain. He's not permitted to take a haircut, nor is he permitted to drink wine. Vim Gilach, Vishasan Yain, but if he did take a haircut and he drank wine, or Venit Malamesim, or he, or he engaged in further Tuma, Hare Ze Sofegis Harboim. Ultimately, again, he should get Malchus. Now, both say, so what do you see from here? You see from here that even Halach said that what? If the Nazir is already Tame, already Tame, but what? He subjects himself to Tumah again. What's going to be the halacha? What's the halacha? He gets Malkus. I will say this seems to support whose opinion, Rabbi Yochanan, and seems to refute Reish Lakish, to which the Gemara says, Enochinami, Tiyufta. Tiyufta. This indeed would refute Reish Lakish's position. And halacha lemaisa, halacha lemaisa, you would get Malkus for further Tumah, even if you're already Tameh. Therefore, I will say, we'll see the Ramam in just a little bit. But based on what we have just learned, we can say the following. Number one, number one, everyone is going to agree that when you take upon yourself a neder nezirus in a cemetery, what happens? What happens? The neder is chal. The neder is chal. That's number one. And everyone seems to be agreeing with that right now. Number two, I will say, based on what we just said, if you were to now, again, number two, based on that, but when does the count for your neder nezirus actually begin? When does it begin? When you leave the cemetery, and obviously after the purification process. Not only that, but Allah said, day number seven, 
could potentially count as part of your Nadir Naziris as well. What happens if when in the cemetery you go ahead and violate further restrictions of Naziris, you cut your hair, you drink your wine, you expose yourself to another source of Toma, what's the aloha? Malchus. That's what the Gemara seems to be coming out over here, like Rabbi Yochanan on all levels. Rabbi Yochanan is also a very profound piece of hashkaf on this, which is it's interesting. You'll say to yourself, the Nazir Tameh, the Nazir, also listen to this, because it's hashkaf of the Maisa. The Nazir Tameh, who's already Tameh, what's the If he exposes himself to another form of Tumah, what's the halacha? The Gemara seems to, what's the halacha? He gets Malchus. We'll say, what do you see from here? Sometimes a person says, you know what? I'm already broken. I'm already broken. I'm already Tame. I'm already Shivrei Kalim. I'm already on the bottom of the bottom, the lowest of the low. So what does it matter what I do? What does it matter what I do? But Elamai, Rabbi said, what do you see from this? What does Rabbi Yochanan teach us? Rabbi Yochanan teaches us that even if you're Tame, maybe you're Tame, but the truth is, the Jew is never the lowest of the low. That's why, that's what it means. Why is it that if I expose myself to further Tumah, this Malchus, because even when I think that I'm the lowest of the low, I'm not. I'm not the lowest of the low. This, as Rabbi Nachman says, Ein shum ba'olam klal. A Jew is never permitted to give up on himself. That's why, again, you could never just say, I'm already tameh, who cares? Who cares? I'm already broken, who cares? No, we all make mistakes in life. But even when you make mistakes in life, you have not abdicated your residual tara. Your residual Torah always remains within you. Your, your residual goodness always remains a part of you. And that's why even if you're Tameh, you're still not allowed to subject yourself to any additional forms of Tumah. This Rav Kook, Rav Mitzchakoin says this was the whole idea of the Roshoshim Yom Kodom Achag by Purim. But he says that by Purim, by, by Hanukkah, by the Pach Shemen. What's the whole miracle of the Pach Shemen? The whole miracle of the Pach Shemen says that no matter how much you mess up in life, there is always a little jug of spirituality. Munach bechosamo shal kohen gadol. Literally again with the shtempel, with the seal of the kohen gadol, that represents your untainted spirituality that is always forever a piece of you. We're talking about Pach Shemen. We're right by Yaakov Avinu. Yaakov Avinu goes back for the Pachim Kitanim. The Baal Shem Tav HaKadosh says, you know what the Pachim Kitanim are? The Pachim Kitanim are the little droplets, little nitsotsos of Kiddusha that ultimately remain within each of us. Yaakov Avinu went back for the Pachim Kitanim because sometimes in life we forget about the Pachim Kitanim. We forget about the fact that we only focus on our mistakes and we forget that no matter how many terrible mistakes we make in life, each of us has the Pach Shemen. Each of us has the Pach and Kitanen. Each of us has the little pockets of beautiful holiness and spirituality which still reside inside of us. That no matter how badly I mess up in life, it's there. And because I have the Pach Shemen, because I have the Pach and Kitanen, that gives me the ability, the springboard and the platform for personalistic, comprehensive, cathartic chuva. Because if I didn't have good left inside of me, there would be nothing to rebuild with. Incredible. Explicit in the Gemara. Let's go right there. We'll see, we'll see, we'll see the Raman just a little bit. Boy, Rava. Boy, Rava. Rava is following Shiloh. Nazir. Buvei Sakvaras. Mahu. The person is a Nazir, and now he's in the cemetery. Mahu. What's Talach? Rava said, now this is an interesting Shiloh. Shiloh says, so listen to this. So if you take a look, 
Okay, well, that's actually go weiter. We'll go weiter. So, Nazir Rebbe Sakvaris, Mao. So, Boishi Lamalkus Olo. So, we'll say, this is an interesting halacha. If a person is in the base Hamikdash, actually, if you take a quick look, take a quick look at the rush. Rush, was, rush on the left hand column, last line in the rush. This is actually fasting, so listen to this. Boishi Lamalkus, Shir Shem Lemishin Nitma Baones Baazara. So, we'll say, listen to this. Somebody becomes Tameh in the courtyard of the Beis HaMikdash. So now, this is talking about a situation where, let's say again, I became Tameh, I became Tameh um, with an extenuating circumstance. Chas v'shalom, I'm, I'm in the Beis HaMikdash, in Meretz HaShem. Chas v'shalom, someone dies, right? And they fall on me, right? Literally, they, they fall back on me, right? So now, that's called a Tumah Ba'onis, extenuating circumstances, I cannot have planned for that. So the Rush says, She'enu chayiv kares, I'm not chayiv kares, because generally, one is Chayiv Kares if they come into the base Hamikdash in a state of Tumah. I'm not Chayiv Kares, says the Rashi. We'll say, just turn the page for just a moment. Unless I go ahead and I remain in the base Hamikdash, Shir Hishtachava. This is very interesting. So I will say, if you become Tami Baones, you're not immediately Chayiv Kares for being in the base Hamikdash in a state of Tumah. Rather, you're only Chayiv if what? If you tarry. If you tarry. And how long do you have to tarry delay? The amount of time that it takes to prostrate yourself. Okay, so however long that is, it's not a lot of time. But the point over here is that if you recognize instantaneously, I am Tommy, I got to get out of here, and you move yourself out, you're not chayiv for that. Not chayiv for that. You're only chayiv if you delay, if you tarry. So therefore, I'll say, here's the Shaila of Rava. So by Rava, Nazir so say, if I'm a Nazir and I'm in the cemetery, Mao, what's the halacha? Boishi lemalkus alo. Is it the same halacha? In other words, I will say, do we say that if you're a Nazir in the cemetery, boom, once you're there for a moment, that's it. That's it. You're done. You're done. And Yechai Malkus, or not. Or maybe, Boishi lemalkus, I will say, so do we say that once you're there instantaneously, Yechai Vingay Malkus, or maybe, just like the Azara, maybe you're only Chayiv Malkus if you're a Nazir that enters into the cemetery, if what? If what? If you tarry, if you delay, thank you, that's the better word than tarry, if you delay for a few minutes, to which the Gemara says, Ilema, so hey, what's the case? Ilema da amrile lo tinzar. So we'll say, ultimately, again, if, if, if the guy is in the cemetery and he's about to take a nedenazirus, and we tell him what? Hey, don't do it. Don't do it. Essentially, they both say, see, there's two ways to look at this Shiloh. This could be a Nazir who accidentally enters into a cemetery, right? He takes a wrong turn, right? So we'll say, again, we, we have, we have sheikhs. They say, how can you take a wrong turn into, uh, into a cemetery? They will say, we just came from Tzvas. You could easily take a wrong turn into a cemetery in Tzvas, right? Mo- most of it is cemetery, right? So you, you, you could go ahead. I made a wrong turn. I made a wrong, I was going down to the of the Arizal, right? Even the, the Kohanically friendly pathway. I made a wrong turn. I made a wrong turn. So that could be, or it could also be a case of where a guy's in a cemetery and he's about to say, Hareini, and you know what he's about to say. And we tell him, don't do it. Don't do it. To which the Gemara says, "Seif seilema da amilelo tinzar." If he got hasra lamali shehia, then ultimately again, why does then he should be instantaneously chayiv? To which the Gemara says, "Nazir ma'itam lo baishia to kamasribe hachinami kamasribe." You know, I will say in general, a stam nazir walks into a cemetery, right? Ultimately, again, he becomes chayiv instantaneously. Why? Because he has hasra. And I will say, where is his hasra? Where is his hasra? Because when he becomes a nazir, we give him all of the halachos concerning. Being a nazir, so therefore he's chayivs. If the guy is literally about to say "Ireni nazir," and we say to him, "Don't do it in a cemetery," then he should be chayiv immediately. 
He should be chayv immediately. Ella, rather I will say, what's the case? Ella kigon is very interesting. Shenichnas b'shida teva umigdal uba chaveiro uba chaveiro upara me'alav ma'aziva. Sebas is very interesting. You're an azir, you're an azir, and you have to go through a cemetery. Sebas say, how do you go through a cemetery? How do you go through a cemetery? Beshida teva migdal. What do you do? You go ahead and you're going in a covered carriage. And you know, what happens? Your friend decides to play a practical joke on you. And what does he do? There's always guys like this. What does he do, right? He pulls out the bottom of the carriage, right? Or exposes the bottom area of the carriage. So we'll say, now what's the problem? What's the problem? The problem is now the tuma olo bakas, right? Now you're exposed to tuma. That exposed to tuma. So I will say, so what's ubach avero paramiyala maziva? So I will say, so what's talacha? So ki gemirin shehiya bebeis hamikdash, aval avroilo. So I will say, ultimately, again, do we say that the concept of Shehiyah is a din by the Mikdash? In other words, the concept of Osai, that you're not instantaneously Tomei, is a din by, do we say that that is Dafka a din by the Beis HaMikdash? Aval Avroi, but Tuma outside of the Mikdash, lo. Tuma outside of the Beis HaMikdash, ultimately, again, is instantaneous. Odil Or perhaps, it makes no difference. Perhaps there is a din of Shehiyah, Ultimately, again, wherever you are, be it the Mikdash or be it the Beis HaKvaris, to which the Gemara says, Teku, Teku. So I will say, so just do me a favor, keep the running list of questions we have, because we'll, maybe what we'll do is we'll save it on tomorrow. Tomorrow morning we'll have a little bit more time. We'll save, we'll save, we'll save the Rabbah Mir Hashem for tomorrow. So just keep the rough list of running questions. Number one, number one, can you become a Nazir in a cemetery itself? It sounds like from that case, ultimately, again, that you can. Everyone agrees that it's Chal, right? The next question is going to be, if you violate, you do something violative. Is that a word, violative? It is now. Excellent. We're in Nancy Stroll. I can speak any kind of English I want, right? Right? Violative, right? So ultimately. Right? I'm sorry? Wikipedia, right? Right? I think violative. Menachem, you're a legal counselor. No, no. Violative? Violative? Sure. Sure. Okay, sure. That's good. I've even worn down legal counsel. This is Mambish. It's very exciting. So. All right, so, so that's question one. Question number two about say is, if you violate the Nezirus, ultimately, again, while in the cemetery, do you get Malchus or not? Okay. And about say, question number three that we'll have to answer is, Halacha Lamaisa, let's say again, you're in a cemetery now, you became a Nazir. Halacha, it is a word? Right, excellent. Halacha Lamaisa, Halacha Lamaisa, now you're in the cemetery. Do you instantaneously violate your Nezirus? Or do we say that there's a din shia? Because in the base Hamikdash there is a din of shihia that you only are chayiv for tumah if halach lamaisa you remain for the amount of time that it takes to prostrate yourself. Does that din apply ultimately outside of the base Hamikdash as well? Fine, another kasha. Bayravashi nazir beisakvaras. If a person becomes a nazir and he is in the beisakvaras. So we'll say, so again, once again, this is our Mishnah's case. I am a regular guy. I'm standing in a cemetery. I decide to become a Nazir inside of the Beis Akvaris. So listen to this. Ta'un giluach olo. So I will say, does such an individual require a haircut or not? Now, what does this mean? I will say, take a look at Rashi. Rashi says, Boy Ravashi, Nazir Beis Akvaris, Ta'un giluach. So say, on the seventh day of purification, does the individual require a full shaving or not? Or not? To which the Gemara says, let's analyze. Again, what's the Shaila? Just understand what the Shaila is. In general, I'm a regular Nazir. I'm a regular Nazir. So what's that? If you become Tommy, what's that? 
What's that lacha? Seven days purification and what? Full, right? Carbonos, bird, full shaving, and you start again. You start everything again. So the Shiloh over here is our guy who became a Nazir in the cemetery, right? So now he's going to come out of the cemetery. What has to happen? Seven, now remember, he doesn't count, he hasn't started his count. Seven days of purification. Now he's going to come out. What's the Shiloh? At the end of the seven days of purification, does he, now again, is he the carbon? Is he the carbon? No. Right, that was the that was the Mishnah. It's a fifty-fifty, right? Right, that right, that, right, that was a no, right? No, no carbon. now is he chayiv giluach? That's the shaila. Is he chayiv giluach or not? So the, here's the shaila. So ki ba itaglachos. I will say, do we say that when do you require a haircutting? Tar shenitma to come atamilin Perhaps again, ultimately again, when is it that halacha lamaisa you require haircutting? You require haircutting if you are a nazir tamei. Who became, sorry, another tar, who became Tameh? To come a Tameh in the Nazir who say, about Tameh Shenazar law. But perhaps ultimately, again, a Nazar who became a Nazir in a state of Tumah, perhaps Halacha he does not require Taglachas. Old Dilma, Loshna. Or perhaps there is no distinction. Perhaps Halacha whenever you are starting a Nedar Nazirus in the aftermath of Tumah, Halacha you are going to go ahead and have to require hair cutting. So also let's analyze. This is our last question for today. So Tashma, Misha if somebody took upon himself an Nedar Nazirus and he's in the cemetery, Afilu Hayasham Shloshim Yom, even if he was there for 30 days, it does not count for him as part of the tally for Nazirus. And he does not have to bring a carbon tumah. To which the Gemara infers, carbon tumah It sounds like the only thing he doesn't have to do is what? Bring a carbon tumah. But maybe it sounds like over here that's what? He should require hair cutting. That he's no different than a nazir, nazir tahar shenitma. That after he goes through his purification process requires again, so to the nazir tame or the, the tame shenazar, ultimately again, the days in the cemetery don't count. When he comes out, seven days of purity, no carbon, but it sounds like he should require a haircut. To which the Gemara says, no. Matam kamar. Both say matam is a stylistic idea. What's the reason? Matam eno maybe carbon. Why is it that the Nazir in this case does not bring a carbon? Why? Oh, I'm sorry. Matam eno maybe carbon. Tomo, mishum delo ba'i giluche. Ultimately, again, because he does not require hair cutting. What the Gemara is suggesting is that maybe hair cutting and carbon are intertwined. That Allah says, since he's not chayv in any kind of shaving, therefore what? Allah says, he's not chayv in carbon as well. So let's say we're still in the seven answer to Tashma. There is no distinction between a person who was tame and became a Nazir to a person who was a Nazir Tahar and became tame. Ella, here's a distinction. Ella, Tame Shenazar Shvi'i Shalo Ololo Minaminyan. Ultimately, you know, say, Allah, if you have a Tame, that's our Mishnah, the guy in the cemetery who became a Nazir, his seventh day of purification counts as day one, as day one of his Nedr Nazirus. The Nazir Tarshinitma, but a Nazir who was Tarm became Tame, Ain Shvi'i Shalo Ololo Minaminyan. His seventh day, does not count as part of his, as, as his Nedunizirus. To which the Gemara says, My love, halataglachas zevezeshabin. They both say, Can't we infer from here that for what? That for hair cutting, for hair cutting, it's the same. Right? For hair cutting, Allah, Allah, they're the same. And they're both saying both cases, namely, namely, the Nazir 
tahar shenitma. Everyone agrees, of course, Rabbi say in that case, seven days of purification. At the end of seven days, then what? Hair cutting and carbon. So, so to again, the Nazir who becomes the Nazir in the base Akvaras, he's going to come out seven days of purification and hair cutting as well. To which the Gemara says, Lo, halamalkus zevizeshavin. To which the Gemara says, Maybe not. Maybe what it means, Rabbi say is for Malkus. That both of them will get Malkus for violation of their Nazarite vow. Aval taglachas, my Rabbi when it comes to hair cutting, what's going to be that lacha? Ze migaleach, the Nazir tahar, shenitma, will require the hair cutting. But this one, ultimately, again, the Nazir, or I should say the Tomei, Shenazar, will not be required to take a haircut. I, if that's the case, listen ye, why don't you say that in the Mishnah? Tanashvi'i shalal v'chomili. Ultimately, again, I will say the Mishnah said the seventh day, and everything, all of the halachos that accompany that seventh day. So therefore, I will say, what the Gemara right now, for this moment, is suggesting, is that halacha l'maysa, there is no haircut for the guy who became a Nazir inside of the cemetery. That for that individual, again, he has no obligation ultimately of any kind of haircutting. Okay, so again, that's issue number four that we have to deal with, right? So now, the Nazir of our Mishnah, who is the guy who becomes a Nazir inside of the Besak Varas. So here's what we know about him. Sounds like what we know about him is, number one, the Neddin Aziris is Chal. Aleph, that's number one. Number two, the count does not begin until when? Leaves the cemetery and undergoes seven days of purification process. But, but, day number seven counts as day number one. Is he chayv a carbon? No carbon. The outstanding shalit is he chayv giluach. Right? Does he have to go ahead and cut his hair? It sounds like based on what we're seeing over here in the Gemara, that the answer to that is no. I'll say a few more lines and we'll stop for today. So Tashma, I'll say... Is this not Olam Haba? If there is a Keurig, that's the only thing that could be a little bit better, right? Simcha, can we sponsor like a coffee station in the Ma'ara? Is that, uh, is that too chal? We have a little oil downstairs. little oil Oh, right, on the way up, on the way up. Okay, good. So I'll say, Sigma goes right there. Yeah, that would be good. All right. Oh, you hear? Right. This is cool, cool in the Shama. So Tashma, was a little biter. Ainli Allah, you made Tumaso. I only know that the days of Tumah do not go ahead and count as part of the minion. So now we're introducing a new topic. Well, it's not a new topic. It's, it's, all, it's all together. We'll at least introduce this for today, then we'll stop. If you remember again, we had this a couple of days ago, about what happens if the Nazir becomes a Mitzorah. Like, you think you have tsaras, right? You think you have tsaras. We'll say, if the Nazir becomes a Mitzvah, so what did we say, what did we say about tsaras? And we'll say, does tsaras shter, does tsaras destroy the Yemei Nazirus? No. What does it do? It pauses it. It pauses it. Right, we'll say, you remember we saw this? This is kind of like the case of concurrent Nidre Nazirus. Like the guy who says, I'm going to be a Nazir and my wife has a son, right? And I'm also going to be a Nazir for a hundred days. Remember again, what was the Allah? He begins in Nadir Nazirus, then what happens? Then what happens? Pauses, observes Nadir Nazirus once his son is born, and then resumes. So in that same discussion of pausing, we had what we called Yemechi Luto. Those are the days when you are a bona fide Mitzorah. So if you're a Mitzorah, your Tzara'as does not go ahead and destroy the Nazirus, but it pauses it. It pauses it. So watch this. So Tashma, I don't know the days of Tumah do not count as part of the Yenabo site. Now, what is the Gemara quoting over here? The Gemara is quoting the Mishnah. The guy who becomes a Nazir in the cemetery. So what's that? 
all of the days of his Tumah, which are the days that he spends in the cemetery, as well as his seven days of purification, do not count as part of his Nedr Nezirus. How do I know that the days of his Saras, the days that he is a confirmed Mitzorah, ultimately don't go ahead and count as part of the Nezirus? It's a it's a kavachomer mahu yimei ma yimei tumas or megalech or maybe carbon on the days of his tumah he takes a haircut and brings a carbon af yimei chiluto megalech or maybe carbon so too after his saras he has to go ahead and he has to go ahead and take a haircut and bring a carbon umay yimei tumas so ain only lo minaminyan and just like the days of his tumah ultimately again do not count as part of the minyan or as part of the number. Ultimately, again, the days of his saras ultimately don't count part of the minion as well. Lo im amrat. So that's what the Gemara, that's what the Gemara ultimately is suggesting. That ultimately, just like at the end of saras or at the end of Tumah, there's a haircut and there's a carbon, and they don't count as part of the days of saras so too by Mitzorah, ultimately, again, they don't count as, they don't destroy the days of, of Nazirus, but they also don't go ahead and count as part of it as well. To which the Gemara says, the Kavachomer is not a good Kavachomer, why not? Lo, im amrat bimeitum also, shekei mevatel bahenes hakodmin. Now let's say, here's the difference. Tumah, what happens with Yimeitumah, when Nazi becomes Tameh, that destroys all the previous days. Lefichach in olam in a minion. Therefore, they do not count as part of the days, ultimately, of 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 nazir, tomar bimechiluto, but ultimately again, oh chaver, you know what? We'll, we'll 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 move over. We'll move over, chaver. Just move over a little bit. Just move over. So says the gemara. We're almost finished. So says the gemara. So to, ladies, I'm sorry. Zevi, just we're going to be finished in five minutes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We finished in five minutes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So the Gemara says, "Asas lefichach ein olam in aminyan tar mechiluto." So both say when it comes to yemei tuma, when it comes to yemei tuma. So you know why they don't count as part of the minyan? Because forget about counting as part of the minyan. What do yemei tuma do? What do yemei tuma do? They destroy everything before it. But tomar bimechiluto she'enam avat lesakoldmin. But I will say bimechiluto the days of saras, the days of saras when when the nazir becomes a mitzora. What's the impact of that on the days before? What's the impact on the days before? Nothing. Nothing. So therefore, ultimately, again, they should go ahead and count as part of the minion as well. It's part of the minion as well. So we'll say, I'm going I'm to leave you on this cliffhanger. I know, it's going to be difficult to walk for the rest of the day. And I'm going to leave you on this cliffhanger with this piece of real estate. So again, so what, just the question we're kind of leaving off with over here is, Halacha Lamaisa, what does, so again, the bigger question we had was, is there taglachas, is there taglachas for this Tomei Shenazar? Now, say ultimately, again, what it transitioned into is in general, the days of Chilutin, the days of Chalot of Mitzorah, I understand, we, we assume that halacha they shouldn't count as part of the Nazirus. The Gemara is now challenging that because there's a fundamental distinction. The days of Tomah, well, you know why they don't count? Why don't the days of Tumah count towards Aras? Why not? Why not? Because they destroy enough for everything before it. But the Mechiluto, which don't destroy that which came before it, perhaps should actually count. So we'll end off with that question for today. And I will say, we're going to keep you just a few more minutes. How can we leave here without doing Mesilas Yisharim? And then Amir Tashem will go on for breakfast. You can leave it. You can leave it.
All right, Chaba, let's, let's go. Little, little Masilas Yisharim. Little Masilas Yisharim.